Welcome to the Masters in Motion podcast. Join us as we jump into the world of CrossFit and celebrate the strength, resilience, and determination of Masters athletes. I'm Jason Grubb. I'm here with Rick Stevenson and our guest, Chris Scott, a Masters athlete in my division, 45 to 49. I don't actually want to know how old Chris is or how long he's going to be in this division because he is a challenging athlete. You're already on the on the ground at Legends as well. Welcome, Rick. How was your weekend? And are you ready to head to Arizona tomorrow, Thursday? Uh, Thursday. Yeah, we're right. uh, doing fine. Excited. Uh, teams are a day behind you guys as individuals. So uh, plan on traveling Thursday and knock on wood. Uh, nothing's delayed. We'll get there, check in and be ready to go. Because it looks like I did see a heat schedule. Uh, they're going to squish all of the team's workouts in in a pretty short uh, time frame compared to you guys. So, Where did you see excited. these schedules? I have not seen this heat schedule, but I've heard about it. it it's was, just out there? It's probably on Competition Corner. It was texted okay. to me. Ours was. Okay. And, and, of course, we've got the early 8 a.m., just like MFC. You remember that. Have fun. If you're on a team, you're going to get stuck with the early, especially if you're an old team like us, you're going to get stuck in an early uh, early window. So. Doing well, well. I'm Chris, it's great to see you. Yeah, Chris, uh, you're already down there. Yes, sir. How's the, uh, you said, I think when the, the weather is nice, is it good? Are we going to have a good time down there, at least weather-wise, you think? Definitely. It looks like it's going to be in the 70s and sunny and uh, no rain, which is always great. It gets cooler. <laughs> oh. to, you know, throw a sweatshirt on at nighttime. Once the sun goes yep. down, it's down at about the 50, so. Yeah, now, Chris, be, I think we we all swim, or at least the individuals, we swim on Thursday. I think we swim on day oh, one. Okay. Um, and then, Rick, you guys swim on day two. Is that correct? Or uh, I guess Friday. Friday, yeah. I don't know where I heard that, but I thought you told me that. So the fact that you're not Maybe. clear about it means like I'm just making things up and spreading all kinds of rumors that I think we're swimming on Thursday, but who knows? Yeah, I heard the same thing, Jay. I think it was uh, okay. they said we're great workout one on Thursday was supposed to be to swim. Okay. Well, okay. I could have heard that. Any of you guys too, though. Yeah, I, mean, that's true. That's I true. know. <laughs> I know we're not swimming on Thursday. Let's put it that way. And and I take it it's that outdoor pool that they uh, teased us uh, with their little post. So uh, hopefully it's it in the middle like. of the day, right at the height of the seventy degrees. <laughs> I'll take that. Well, and and here's an update. I've got uh, one of my Boulder athletes is on the ground. Uh, he got there yesterday and went by to take a look at the build out, like what they're building. He's looking through the windows, like trying to. Uh, get a little bit of um, uh, intel. I mean, you know, basically, are there actually machines there or not? And there are not machines. And uh, Bob Jennings, I guess, was on a podcast, uh, maybe the Clydesdale Media Podcast. I don't know. He was on a podcast, but there are no machines at this event whatsoever. Uh, and that can be confirmed on the ground by a guy that I know. So, uh, Michael, thank you for, uh, if you're listening, thank you for checking that out. You could confirm there's no machines. So, um, you know, I know that Joe said on a podcast at some point that we were going to be testing or doing a test that was one of the game's workouts, if not more than one of the game's workouts. So I can only think that we're doing Helena or he Helena, Helena, Hel Helena, however we want to call it, because we could run plus. in there. Yeah. And then we could do bar muscle ups and dumbbell snatches. Besides that, there's no machines. There's no burpee box get over. So we're not doing like that interval workout. Um, it's it's really hard to piece together what we might do, what we might actually be doing with no machines. But um, throw that over to you, Chris. What do you think about no machines? You do you do some training on machines. Um, we're all ready for machines and we don't have them. What do you think? Well, it's uh, it's unusual. I wouldn't expect it machines. Uh, you know, I, I am, I uh, would say that machines are one of my strengths. So it's, uh, but, you know, yeah. you, you 
can't control it, so I don't, I don't put too much worry into it. So you know, I, I did hear last night. I I don't know if, what podcast, but he did say on the podcast there was no, definitely no machines. Yeah. Uh, so we we thought it was a rumor. I guess they, they don't did, mess around with this. Mention is uh, that I guess you guys couldn't get heavy last year, and he's, uh, they're definitely getting heavy this year. Oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> he did. I he mean. Did that out they don't have to get all heavy all at once that's my argument you know like or yeah. like we don't have to make up for anything we could just be <laughs> heavy and well-rounded this year mm-hmm. not necessarily yeah. like oh hey we weren't heavy less i don't we i'm gonna argue that i want to say that uh what do we do 1296 of um bar muscle ups and 185 pound front squats like that was that was mm-hmm. heavy and incredibly painful i, I mean it's moderately heavy but uh, what we know, Rick, you and I have done a couple of years at Legends. Um, it's it's always heavy, it's, except for last year. So heavy is the name right. of the game. I remember uh, in 2021, we had this uh, deadlift workout. It was like a max row, I don't know, two, 25 calories or something like that, and then five deadlifts at 385. So for some guys, this was five one rep maxes <laughs> for time. Um, that's Bring heavy stuff. That's, that's fine. Um, I mean, the heavy rope, that's heavy. That's heavy enough for me. I just call Absolutely. it like just to do some heavy rope workouts and call it done. Not excited. I've got a half pound, <laughs> but you guys have anyway. Yeah. Well, we want to we want to jump in yeah. to to get to know Chris a bit. But before we do, Absolutely. Rick, you had some news. Oh yeah, um, yes. That we were just going to touch on. Uh, I think this will be talked about when we're there. Uh, at least it'll be mentioned a little bit. Uh, but a press release came out today uh, from the Association of Fitness Judges. Uh, they have formed a nonprofit, a five hundred one c six. It's a uh, it's a new organization, um, has a uh, little bit of what their goals are, trying to uh, formally, or I should say formalize the uh, uh, the judging community for all of these events. And I think it's truly a, a step in the right direction. Um, if I just want to uh, give you just a couple of the highlights from this, the, one of their directives or one of their uh, points that they want to uh, begin with this association is to create a, a judging database probably from a resource standpoint, how to, uh, after the vetting is pro- process has occurred, how do we get um, a, a complete list of potential uh, judges and volunteers that want to judge at, at different events? Um, also, they want to create a lot of educational material around um, uh, judging for competitions. And it's interesting, they talk about uh, exposing judges, and this is their words, to realistic angles and speeds of movement that they may see on the competition floor. And I think that's a great point because it's one thing to watch a video when we're all set up in a qualifier, one certain angle, very easy to see squat depth or locking out. But in the speed of a competition, the ability to get yourself in the right angle to watch, I think is important. And the other thing is um, a little bit of mentorship uh, in the judging community. We talk about what we have as the athletes and how, you know, we'll work together with each other, different age groups, you know, same age group, what, you know, works and doesn't work. But I think the same can apply in the judging community as well. So uh, they are working with that uh, uh, PFAA that I know the athletes have. So Mm -hmm. this is, um, I think this is an advancement in the sport. I think it's uh, exciting and there will be uh, talk about it. There'll be some people on uh, that are part of this uh, when we get there uh, to Tempe. So yep. pretty good news and timely. Yeah. You know, I think we'll have one of those. We'll have someone in that organization on the on the podcast in a couple of weeks to to talk more about that. But I think you know any any chance that any any, any more any more ways that our sport can be formalized um, 
is even better, right? Um, to provide judges that opportunity uh, for, it's not just not that easy. It looks easy. Mm -hmm. uh, and on, in slow motion and on video, that all looks fine. But being on the floor uh, and being in that moment is very, very challenging. And uh, like you said, we'll see uh, quite a bit of that, uh, of, of professional judging happening this weekend. Legends is known to have just some of the most top-notch judges around out there. So um, it's going to be especially cool. I'm, 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 I'm too scared to be a judge. So uh, to all those judges that want to do it, no I was way. checking out their website. They have a website. If you're interested mm -hmm. in being a judge or a volunteer or getting on their list, you can go to the website and sign up there yep. if you are someone who's interested in judging. Um, Associationoffitnessjudges.org. Really, really cool. There you go. Yep. And they're on Instagram too at Association of Fitness Judges. Very cool. So Chris, Chris, thank you for sitting down with us. Uh, certainly want to get to know you a little bit, uh, have your story told. I know when I first met you, you came, it was a, it was a Legends event, remember? It was the uh, reg, regional qualifier out in Allentown, maybe? Is that yeah. sound right? Is it Allentown, Pennsylvania? And you just kicked my ass up and down. I feel like I say this a lot with you guys on this podcast, but it was a, it was a, a really good experience and I was glad to finally meet you. Uh, but where, tell us a little bit about uh, maybe where you got started or maybe how long you've been in the sport or what you do. Just just a little background. All right, I was trying not to be long-winded, but... Uh, yeah, it's okay. We talk. Found, found CrossFit, uh, started dabbling in CrossFit in 2008. Um, so I was, in, I've been, I was in law enforcement for 25 years, recently retired uh, last January. Uh, a bunch of us, you know, um, always doing fitness. So uh, we, we found a CrossFit main site. And, and uh, we started finding, we were supplementing our, you know, our traditional workouts with CrossFit. Uh, the funny part is you just look back on it and we weren't doing CrossFit. We started, the stimulus was not the, the, the uh, yeah. I kid around. I think the first Fran time I did was like 12 minutes. You know what I mean? Everything was strict. Strict. Everything, yeah. You know? uh, but nevertheless, um, you fast forward from 08. And 2012 is, I believe, around 2012 was when finally it was finally a gym, a CrossFit gym in the area that I actually uh -huh. joined the actual gym and started to actually get involved deeper into CrossFit. In 2000, later that year, I went and wound up getting my level one. And in 2013, uh, I opened up my own CrossFit affiliate, CrossFit Buna, in 2013 and maintained the affiliation until COVID, until 2020. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, 2020 in New Jersey, uh, we were shut oh. down hard. Um, yep. Yeah. So with that, uh, I was kind of forced to make a decision of what I was going to do. I was offered an opportunity to get uh, someone bought me out. Um, and so I moved forward and uh, sold my equipment, really not the affiliate. We shut the affiliate down. We sold the equipment. And uh, if and that's where kind of my barn gym uh, was. Ah, gotcha. Uh, yeah. So that's so, so from then. Uh, from about 2020 till 2020, uh, yeah, January 2023, um, kind of did everything in my uh, in my barn, and I retired and wound up getting hired at a gym in Hamilton, New Jersey, called Adrenaline Fitness. Okay. Uh, Adrenaline Fitness uh, is also uh, an affiliate, a CrossFit affiliate, Jersey Devil CrossFit. So I am now the general manager of that facility, which includes a CrossFit affiliate. And your typical Globo gym, um, all in one, and that's uh, that's my full time job. Ah, second career. How about that? Yeah, yeah. On top, of, on top of I had a little side real estate. I do real estate keller ladies and that's so right. I thought, a little couple I thought, of yeah, yeah. But that's that's uh that's pretty much me. You know, I have a 
I have a, a wife and two kids. Um, and, you know, I'll put that out there. If it wasn't for them, I, I wouldn't even be have a chance of being here and having this opportunity today. So um, they, they're a huge support system for me. And uh, that's excellent. Yeah, I, so, think I remember meeting your son at out there in uh, um, in Allentown that weekend too. Yes, yeah. I think he, does he uh, do do one of them or both of them train with you? Um, he he, he tra- was training with me all through. He's now listen. He he trained me all through high school, and uh, okay, you know now he he's kind of he's out of high school. He's twenty doing. He still trains every day, but he does his own like his own tile style training. Um, but. He's still training. Exercise works. That's all that matters. Right? Uh, exactly. <laughs> like well, Chris, that. I I first ran into you that I remember uh, Wadapalooza twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two twenty twenty one. I think um, there was this guy not in my heat, but that was moving monster weights around. When we had we had some hang hang squat cleans into some jerks. I just remember that workout out on the floor and thinking, ah, good, I finished it. And then someone else that finished it and beat me by like a minute or something in it. But uh, I was like, okay, who's this Chris Scott? I got to get eyes on this guy. And uh, and then in the rowing event, we had rowing, swimming, and running. We were next to each other. I was like, oh, this is Chris Scott. Okay, I know who this is. Um, but what is your competition uh, life or what got you into competing in the, in the sport? And, and what has been your journey there uh, over the past few years? So um, I guess I guess it was back in 2013 or so. I actually got into um, my first competition as a team. Um, there was yeah. a competition down at um, in Delaware that they ran. I forget the name of the. Pro. It was a uh, it was a it was a team workout comp- competition they were running. It was pretty big back then. Um, and a couple of buddies' eyes were like, "Hey, want to try to enter this?" Yeah. <laughs> Um, so me and my buddy and, and another, uh, we did pairs and was two, t- uh, two teams of two. We answered in there four of uh, four buddies of mine. And, um, lo and behold, I, I wound up doing all right. Um, and then, uh, and then from there it kind of got the bug, you know, it just kind of was like the, uh, you know, I need something like my my uh, yeah. my personality is I need something to kind of uh, to, to have goals and, and strive for. Um, Time so yeah, ex- Exactly. I'm with, you know, at the time I was, uh, you know, I was a uh, detective um, with a pretty uh, tough schedule. Like, you know, we, we were constantly on call. So like very easily to be able to get uh, off railed if, uh, you know, with your job, if you don't have something to keep you on track and say, you know what, I, I still need to get to the gym, even though I didn't get a lot of sleep, that kind of so forth. Mm-hmm. So I, I started to use the, the, the competitiveness as a way to, uh, to kind of like keep me in line and keep me structured and keep me disciplined with training. And then it just kind of snowballed from there. Uh, and, you know, I started to do pretty decent at some competitions and felt, Hey, well, maybe, maybe there's something here for me. Uh, it does, it, it does help me. Um, and, and that's kind of where, where I'm at. I do the open, I do some things. I, I reevaluate yearly as uh, uh, Jay, as you'll see, Ian always kids with me all the time. And I'm like, listen, I reevaluate every year after I'm done Pete, and you know, I, I do yep. a reevaluation um, because obviously family's first and, and you know, it, we all know that the dedication and the commitment that it takes to, to do this at, at a level where you, you have a chance to compete. Right. Um, it just isn't just yourself. Um, so now that's kind of where I'm at now is I, 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 you know, it brings me, you know, I'm excited about this, you know, you know, following, uh, the 2000, I guess it was 23, right here when they went from 20 to 12 or 20 to 10, 20 to 10. Yeah. 2022. Yeah. 22. 
uh, I finished 12th. Uh, mm-hmm. So that was uh, to me at that time. And uh, so I took that as like a, a little bit of like, you know, I want to get on the horse and get going. And within two months, um, I jumped up on a pull-up bar just to stretch my lats out and oh, pop cool. my bicep. Uh, I went to do like a supinated, you know, like a supinated grip on a, mm-hmm. a pull-up yeah. bar just to stretch. And it was a, there was a girl next to the rig, and it was one of those ones where I didn't, you know, you didn't want to hit somebody, so you kind of had to grab it. It was awkward, but it was it was merely it was just jumping up to stretch my uh, lats, and I wound up uh, tearing my I had a distal bicep tear. So again, another setback, and then I, I from that point is I um, you know I just kind of rehabbed it back, and I've been on a journey to to stay healthy and try to compete. Uh, you know, at the highest level and, and, and see where I fare. Excellent. It's gotta be tough um, to maintain that momentum, to maintain that motivation when you have a setback like that. Uh, I know that at the games in 2021 in Rick's division, there were a couple of guys that, that tore their biceps. Um, supinated. A, supinated. Yeah. Uh, max yep. pull up, max, uh, max pull up poundage. I don't know. Um, yeah. What we call it, but uh, pull, you up, know, pull up for weight. Or something pull like up that. for weight. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, something. You know, Chris, the rehab on that's got to take a long time, and then you've got to rebuild so much. Um, what when when you? I'm sure you had surgery and had recovery after that. Um, you know, what, what? How did you get? How did you get all of this back to be at a point where you're? Um, you know, you're you're at Legends now, ready to to take this thing on two years later. Because a lot of guys get hurt and they don't know how to get back or they don't know how to navigate that. So talk a little bit about how you navigated that injury. And your and your comeback. Well, I would say it's uh, it was a team effort. Um, yeah, I'm fortunate to have uh, be surrounded by some really good people who are uh, good with PT. You know, some of your soft tissue work, that kind of stuff. What I, what I like to say is the biggest challenge that I try to teach people when I'm talking to them about injury is is the mental, is the mental challenge. You know, so when I got hurt. Uh, yeah, it was a setback. It was disappointing. But w- what I set in my mind right from the beginning is is I, I'm not going to use an arm injury to slow me down if I can now go in and, and, and maybe strengthen up my legs. I can I can I can mm-hmm. my training and in different areas that maybe, you know, you, you don't have the opportunity to focus on entirely because you uh, you have to do various different things to to stay on top of of this sport. Um, so the first thing, uh, you know, I did was, you know, I, I had surgery and I was back in a gym with a safety bar. And I yep. was doing squats with safety bar where he could yep. hold with him, you know. I was one arm, boom. Body lunge. I actually was doing I was doing actually some work with the opposite side of I had reached out to some people that are, you know, a lot smarter than me in the medical field. And they do suggest that you train the opposite side of the injury because there are still hormonal releases that mm. go into your body because your body doesn't truly know that oh it's a bicep tear there but it's torn to fi- fibers and muscle fibers on your other side it's going to go and and try to feed the area of injury uh which is either a torn muscle from you training or an actual injury itself so i was doing i was you know people thought i was crazy but i was doing like sh- shoulder presses and bicep curls and like arm stuff with my non-injured arm and uh, obviously not not crazy, but just mm-hmm. enough to play it so that, you know, I wasn't just completely ignoring my whole upper body. So I think that's mm-hmm. the, that was the initial start of it, which is what helped me, I think, at once I got cleared um, from there, you know, um, I just kept trying to like push it, push it. And then I wound up picking up uh, 
uh, I wound up reaching out to uh, Micah uh, Shoemaker, who's with Brew Strength, and we sat down and talked because I was really behind on my pulling, uh, my pulling stamina, especially in the open and quarters, and that's how I missed the semis. Uh, because of a lot of the, there's so much pulling, and I mm-hmm. just, it just, it was, it was just impossible for me to make up that gap. Um, so I hired him as a coach, and uh, he's been great. We've really tried to uh, to hone in on those weaknesses, and um, you know. Well, I, I, this, what you just said uh, made me think of something. I wanted to ask you on that. Um, when you were given the green light to go back to, um, to I get to, to more full training, and the lack of uh, pulling strength was it more mental? Or was it you physically didn't have it, so you worked with someone for training it? Or, or were you afraid at times to say, even though I've been given the green light, I don't want to re-injure it, or I don't want to do that? I mean, you know, mental versus physical uh, was um, there a split. I would just, say a just curious. Both, I would say a little bit of both, but like uh, when you have a bicep tear, you know, with I think when you're not, you don't have an injury, you don't really pay attention to like certain things. So believe it or not, a lot of, a lot of the things I was having problems with on my return was the, uh, you know, internal external rotation of like where mm. you're forward, you know, so all the grip and the, all the grip strength that you need yeah. across, whether it's barbell work, whether it's pull-ups, all that stuff. I was really having a lot of issues with my forearms, um, mm. really crampy and really having things there. So, you know, trying to do, um, you know, the higher volume of pulling to try to build up that endurance and that stamina and put the volume back on it was, was, was hard because it wasn't like, uh, you know, you're fatiguing out at the lats. You're actually having issues with your actual forearm and your grip. Forearm and grip. Um, so, yeah, but you do have it in the back of your mind all the time when you do feel that is that, you know, do I push that extra, extra few reps? Absolutely. That- or do you, or do you, you know, you get down, you know, so, but, yeah. you know, you've been given the green light, so they've medically cleared you. They wouldn't clear you if they didn't think you could handle. And I'm sure you worked with somebody who knew what you did. You know, I'm sure the three of us are a little different at a doctor's appointment than somebody else. I just, just state as that. I mean, for most people standing up and going to their desk and sitting back down is, is effort and exertion. And the three of us are completely different. So when we're asking for green light medical clearance, you know what we're getting back into. I mean, that's safe to, safe to say. Yeah. No, my doctors, you know, they definitely were great. And, and, you know, when they understood. I was, that's yeah, good. Totally understood. They, they know, um, they know that, you know, what we're the, 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 uh, say the, the abuse that uh, I'm going to put yeah. on my. Yeah, so, absolutely. That's so. fair. That's real fair. Um, now I don't want to, uh, don't want to ask about that because we have something um you know exciting ahead of us and and i know uh with legends you know being named the the final event for the end of the season next year the games wherever it'll be held an expanded field um i think has provided uh, a lot of motivation for a lot of folks uh just because uh outside of the people who ran the games 10 was not a sufficient number for anybody in any division um you know just from competitive standpoint but um I know you just said at the beginning, uh, hey, I'm going to control what I can control. But if you had a choice, because I know the workouts are going to be out there, they're already set. But if you wanted to see something, what would you like to see this uh, this weekend or what's uh, ideal for you? Uh, and, and this is for two guys that are going to go head to head, too. I'm going to go head to head. My tip of my, my tip of my, yeah, my tip of well, my. Well, no, because, because whatever's programmed is already out there. Yeah, it doesn't matter. 
I'm asking I mean, from a team guy. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really. I'll be honest with you. I don't really get caught up in and um, yeah, and you know, wishing for anything because then you know, if it's not there, then what? You're disappointed. Yeah, so that's true. Uh, it's it's. Let's see what it is. Um, you know, we all know that there are certain things that when we see it out there, we're like, hmm, yeah, oh yeah. And then yeah. we see out there, we're like, oh, we we gotta we gotta let's we, we gotta be smart. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. so. Yep. Um, but you know, we all like something heavy, you know, uh, yep. I'm not, a, we all like something heavy. So, uh, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be opposed to seeing something heavy. There you go. That's fair. I thought I had to ask that question. I mean, uh, again, we're probably minutes away. As soon as we stop recording, everything will be released, released. Yeah. or yeah, yeah exactly. whatever, but it's already out there. It's just, we don't know it. That's the problem. Rick, I'm going to throw that question to you. It, um, and, and even on the team side of things, what sure. would you like to on see? On the team side. It's fun. Uh, it's a, well, it's a, such right. a fun question. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll make no bones about it. I'd love to see a high, high skills. Um, mm. And when we went through the movement list last week, a fair amount, you know, what yeah. maybe was missing were handstand pushups, but uh, high gymnastic skills. Um, again, I, I would bet that you guys would have more of a chance of seeing a lot of that than teams because I think the way they would probably have to program for teams of four, male and female working together, maybe that just doesn't work, but I'd like to be pleasantly surprised. All right. How about to you? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I want something long, you know. Um, okay. Give me enough time, you know, if uh, if, if someone's going to go out hot, uh, give me enough time to catch them. Um, you know, those... The, I, I struggled at Legends last year because the workouts were so short. Um, they were a lot of light workouts and short workouts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, three minutes, three minute efforts, three to six minutes, it, just a number of them. And it, it creates such a tight um, finish line that, you know, there's there's a couple of, you know, a couple of seconds will separate eight guys. And that's just really tough to overcome. So if you give, give us a couple of long things and they don't have machines, um, but they are, they're good programmers. Like every year that I've been there, yeah. I've always felt like it's been a good test, a solid test, a test that's um, more challenging than any other competition that I'm ever in. I mean, I'm 2020, 2021, um, both of those years were just grueling efforts. And it was very, very sore uh, at the end of that weekend, 2022, uh, last year at uh, Mayhem wasn't quite as sore, um, but I am ready because, you know, they said it's going to be heavy and well-rounded. Yeah. That means short, medium, long, light, medium, heavy. I'm assuming all of that. Um, and from the from right. the, uh, from the the list, I think we're going to see, I think, Chris, you're going to get your wish. I think, Rick, you're going to get your wish. And I have a feeling, they, I mean, there has to be something long. You can't have a well-rounded test without something long. I don't know what that means. Um, and... You know, even with that, we talked about them not having machines, but my brain keeps going to the fact that we don't have to run on. I mean, we could run long and not, you know, not just run around inside of a gymnasium. It's it's you know, it's Phoenix. We could run long outside. They could have us run mm-hmm. a 5K. Um, we could get really solid, you know, monostructural workouts in in various ways. So um, right. I would not. That's not really what I'm asking on something long. I don't want a 5K. I don't really want to do that. I certainly haven't been training for a 5K, um, but I wouldn't mind seeing you know a long chipper. So that's my long answer to there you go. Okay. a long <laughs> workout. <laughs> we'll take we'll take that. Um, Chris, I was going to ask. Uh, you know. Uh, now maybe you have, it sounds like your schedule's a little bit more, uh, uh, balanced, if you will, uh, in the second career here. Um, how, how do you, uh, how do you fuel yourself? Is that, uh, uh, priority? Are you the same thing every day kind of, uh, kind of person? Do you find 
um, uh, you obviously know what works for your the, the energy levels that you need to maintain and the output that you're looking for. Um, but what's what's typical for you or, uh, you know, general fueling? Fueling wise? Yeah, I, I pretty much uh, I'm, I'm pretty boring. I'm pretty much the same the same thing all the time. I find it to be it just easier to uh, less thinking. Maintain consistency, you know, I've, I've done, uh, you know, I've done the whole tracking and, you know, and been real dialed in. So I, right now it's, you know, I, uh, I'm pretty good at, I don't really need to weigh everything, although I will occasionally myself depending on what I'm doing, but, uh, for the most part, uh, I eat the similar stuff every day. So I can kind of have an idea of exactly. You have a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, The old, the old closed fist and fill the plate and you know what, uh, you know what works. Yeah. For the most Excellent. Chris, are you a, uh, not looking for the tip, any tips of the hat, but uh, are you a single session a day guy? Do, you know, double session a day, um, you know, training at this level. And we sort of talked about this before, but to compete at this level, there's a significant amount of training. How do you kind of map out your day as a gym manager uh, and as an athlete? Well, yeah. So while I typically do two training sessions a day, my long session is in the morning. So um, because of my, you know, you know, responsibilities, I usually typically get up at four thirty in the morning, and I'm out training by like five five thirty in the morning for my long session, <laughs> so I can get that where I got to get up to work, and then mm-hmm. I try to uh, get in about an hour, you know, maybe an hour and a half uh, second session, um, and that all varies. What you know, it can be longer, monostructural, kind of whatever you need to. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, and then Saturday is, uh, you know, sometimes if I'm not going to double session, I'll just be a, a long single. Yeah. And Sundays, I, I typically, uh, I like to take one day off completely and that's typically Sundays. Yeah. Um, so get back into it for those, for those listening, I just fist pumped because, uh, Chris is a morning guy too. And I know that Jason is not perhaps, uh, it's just the no, way I'm, it works with schedules. You got to get up and you got to get it done. So yeah. Uh, hey, I'd love to. I'm gr- love to not have to do it, but you got to do what what uh, yeah. you know do what both. works for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I was telling Rick, I have my emergency alarm set for eight forty five in the morning. Um, you know, in, in case I'm not up before then, <laughs> I got to be out of bed by eight forty five. Uh, but I also do. We're. I also do a lot of a lot of my work is in the evening. Um, yep, absolutely. So I'd love to be an early morning guy, and if I had to be, I would. You know, it. it but my my uh i can work whenever i want to work uh so lots of times that's um you know right now it's seven o'clock at night where i'm at and so you know getting some things done um as you know as we kind of head out into this weekend um you know what are some what, what are some if we were to look back at this weekend on monday right so we're sort of predicting what uh what what do you want to feel like what do you want to look back over this coming big competition weekend and have accomplished you know looking back what what would make you proud of yourself your, your efforts um if you were to, to to fast forward to monday say god this weekend blank besides standing on top of the podium yeah we know we all know yeah. we all we all know <laughs> yeah and and and, and not to sound, you know, whatever, but uh, yeah, standing on a podium is great, but that's not that's not really, you know, I, I'm yeah. coming in to compete against me uh, and uh, see where I see where I stand, you know, see, mm-hmm. uh, you know, where I was able to close the gaps over this last year uh, from you know being injured and some things like that. So Monday uh, Monday morning, I'm hoping to to be able to uh, look in the mirror and say that I gave everything I got and that you know what. Uh, the, the, you know, the chips laid where they were, uh, they're yeah. out of my control. 
So uh, that's that's really all I'm looking for is to just empty the tank on each and every workout and give my effort, and it, it is what it is at that point. That is exactly what I know uh, uh, Joe and Bob are looking for uh, from everybody. Uh, come have a good experience. Um, uh, enjoy the new venue. Uh, talk about the changes for next year, watch them, watch them work and, and provide the athletes and the, the volunteers and the judges with, uh, with uh, one hell of a weekend. So like to hear that. I think, I, I think that's a good answer for all of us. It, it's a great answer. I, I love that. I, uh, you know, looking at the, the, looking at our division, for example, Chris, it is stacked, man. I yeah. mean, there are, there are every single guy in this division is is incredibly challenging it's like that in a lot of divisions i just know my mm -hmm. division and i look at it and think man this is going to be a battle and um i love the outcome i i i think we all we all love standing on the podium that's great but the the uh the joy i think the enjoyment is really in the opportunity to be out there and empty the tank to give it everything you've got to cross the finish line with just that sense of like it's weird because we're going to be smiling as we run across the finish line <laughs> while our heart is bleeding you know our, our yeah. we, we're we're dying but we're also smiling because we get a chance to be out on the competition floor again um yeah. with such premier incredible athletes um it's 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 a, it's a privilege I'm, I'm grateful for um you know crossfit and for uh the the guys at legends to put this on so that we get this opportunity right it's um there's not a lot of things at our age that we get to do at this level um and and have this kind of visceral experience um and it's it's coming i mean the, the storm is Excellent. brewing and it starts in two days right um you got it uh, uh last question for you chris uh where can uh, uh, where can people find you? Or you're on you're on the different social medias, if you will. Yeah, uh, Instagram um, cr underscore scott is my handle name. Uh, you know, I I, uh, I don't go crazy on it, but you know, I'm yeah. on there and you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and I, I do have a Facebook, but again, I'm not I'm not a, a big poster. Uh, like you know, uh, gotcha. Person. Yeah. Somebody will want to find you out there. That's good. Well, that's the that's the new uh, you know, uh, you know nothing, nothing. People don't understand it, but it's uh, it's me getting used to that. You know, mm -hmm. going back twenty five years in law enforcement. You know, um, you know, you you're taught never to expose yourself. Correct. Uh, Low profile. Exactly. Uh, and now you know I'm on this side of it, and you know. So as you as anyone that follows me knows, you'll see like a burst. You'll see a burst of likes. Yeah. Come out there. <laughs> Same. We're, we're, and then it goes dark for a while. Yeah. Hey. Well, that's because that's life. <laughs> exactly. You know what uh, I mean? Hey, I get better at that. Yeah. Uh, you do what's comfortable. That's the important thing. Uh, Chris, we appreciate you coming on. Nice to see you guys. For those that are listening, we want to thank you all for tuning into the Masters in Motion podcast. We'd be so grateful if you could take just a quick second to leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or your preferred podcast app. Your support helps us reach more listeners and grow our Masters community. Until next time, get bolder, not older, and good luck at the Legends Championship athletes. Have fun.